Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining Tent Talks today. It's me, Stacy, and I am solo today. Liz is out. So I wanted to choose a topic that I knew a lot about and that I felt really passionate about. And it happens to be the chakra system. And you may or may not have heard us reference that in previous episodes. And maybe you know a lot about it, maybe you don't. I feel like I offer a really interesting perspective because number one, I've been studying the chakras ever since I've been doing massage, so nearly 20 years. And I do have a really close relationship with energy in the body because that's kind of my job. With all of that said, I want to place a couple, I guess caveats would be the right word. And that is, number one, this is not my culture teaching. I learned this in massage school. It was on the national exam. It is a template that I feel is used in a lot of different industries and over a lot of different cultures currently, even though it stems from Hinduism and Indian culture. And the origins of the chakra system was really holy. It was each energy center in the body was calling in a deity. And it has changed over time and mutated because number one, I think that it's so comprehensive. It's a template that we've adapted over time. And I think it's just important to know that this has been culturally appropriated. It's kind of far from its origins. And it's still a template that we're using in today's society. And we've morphed it. Even the pronunciation of the word chakra, I believe it's chakra. But I'm not even clear on that because, again, I'm borrowing it from another culture. So with all of those things out of the way, let's begin. First of all, there are more than seven chakras, but I'm just going to speak about seven because they are the most common. And these are kind of the ones that at any class or any course, you're going to be hearing about. Also, each of the chakras correlates to a musical note, a day of the week, the endocrine system, so a gland from the endocrine system, your senses, colors, the rainbows. So there's a lot of themes repeating. And if you are really unfamiliar with the chakra system, never heard of it, it might be a good idea to eventually at some point do a quick Google search of a chakra chart, and you'll get a bunch of information as well as just seeing visually how these line up along the spine. So just a quick overview before we begin, we're going to talk about the seven starting at the root, which is down at the base of the spine, then the sacral and the solar plexus above the belly button underneath the diaphragm the heart chakra right in the center of the chest, throat, third eye, and then crown. So I'm going to start with the root. The root is base of the spine. It's connected to the adrenal glands. 
And the adrenal glands is your stress response. That's your fight, flight, freeze, fawn coping mechanism. It kicks in automatically when you're stressed out. So if you can go to a time when you've had an automatic response, it was kind of something out of your control. Maybe it was a panic attack. Maybe you got startled and jumped. Maybe you were dissociating. Maybe there was just something that you were doing. It took a level of awareness to realize you were doing it. And then sometimes as you're doing it, you're saying, oh my gosh, I'm doing that thing, but I can't really help it. The reason you can't help it is because it is somatic. It's happening in the body. The body has to complete that cycle. And so when we think of root chakra being connected to the adrenal, it's something so deep within us that happens on a somatic level. And I feel like the origin of the root chakra is our belonging, our family inheritance, our ancestry. It's how we learned how to fit in into our initial environment. So when you think about all of the things that you were just born into, that you had no control over, like where you were born, your family, your ancestry heritage, your DNA, all of those factors influence how you show up in this body and what you'll have to work through in your body in this lifetime. When I think of the root chakra, I can parallel that with Maslow's hierarchy of needs and a base need for us, base root, is belonging and it's fitting in. And so as you're a youngster growing up in your family, you're doing everything you can to fit in. And that means learning how to navigate your environment. So we learn how to navigate environments by coping, coping mechanisms, and also just learning some of the unspoken rules. Like we learn what's acceptable and what's not, what we get punished for and what we get praised for. And that's going to be different for each individual. And then there's larger collective ones. Like we learn at a very young age what we can do out in public versus what we can do at home. Or if we go to school, what's acceptable at school. So there's lots of these rules that we adopt and we don't even think about them. We just know that there are certain things that we're doing to survive in an environment. And I think it's really important to know that it takes a long time to figure out that you've been learning all these things your whole life and you only know about them once you leave a certain environment. So a lot of the root chakra healing that I've done in my lifetime has been deconstructing religion. And I didn't really know how to do that until I left the religion. A lot of internal family structure traumas I learned when I stepped out of my family, like moved away from home and really had that distance to learn about some of my family traumas. We need contrast. We need to step away 
from some of those original environments to learn what our root chakra issues are. And that's in some the whole story of the chakra system is that it's a journey. It's kind of like the hero or the heroine's journey. And it all starts with realizing that even though you were born into a family or a culture, that you're an individual. And it's that individuation process that starts the journey of rising up through each of the chakras. So with that in mind, we're going to go to the second chakra, which is the sacral chakra. And I relate this one, if we're speaking in terms of relationships, you can find a lot about the sacral chakra through individual or one-on-one relationships because you're introduced into duality or the other. And a lot of people call this mirroring, like a mirror, how people mirror each other in relationships or you're shown something because it's being reflected in the person across from you. Some of the themes with the sacral chakra come from the ovary and the testes. Those glands are creation. That's our sexual energy and our creation, what we pass on. And one of our primal needs, again, is sexual energy and the satiation that comes from that desire to procreate. And whether or not you want to have kids, continue your seed, you know, we have a lot of choices in these modern days, but we recognize that there is that duality of friction that exists in our body and that's longing to be expressed. So a lot of people talk about sexual energy, sexual energy with the chakra. And while I agree with that so much, It's deeper than that, though, because it goes into this deeper concept of friction and conflict and learning what our pains are in this life. Because remember, we just stepped out of the root, which is our family, this safe environment, and now we're introduced to the other And in that otherness, we learn what some of our hurts are or our woundings. And a lot of that, we find that out in the sacral. Because a lot of people have that opportunity in relationships to see their mirror. And I know I've said that again and again and again. But we don't know that we have some of the hurts until somebody else shows us that. So we learn about the power of choice. If our choice is taken away, we might feel controlled or we might feel a lack of trust. That all stems from the sacral because it's really important for us to choose to share in sex, right? If that's taken away, that's a violation. That's huge. And so consent and choice and trusting is such a big theme for the sacral. So something else that we learn in the sacral chakra is our critical voice. 
Some people call that the shadow. Some people call that shadow work. You might hear all of those phrases, and that comes from this duality, male-female, yin-yang, sun-moon, to control or be controlled, to have choice, to surrender. These are all the expressions of having a mirror, having duality, and you get to see what's mine and what's the other. What am I choosing and what's being put upon me? And I think what I've learned the most out of sacral chakra energy is that there's an irony. And the main theme that I walk away with from the sacral chakra energy is based on a Mary Oliver poem. And it goes, someone I loved once gave me a box full of darkness. It took me years to understand that this too was a gift. So breaking that apart, we carry trauma, we carry pain. We learn that through the other. We learn that by contrast, a lot of our best lessons in life, we learn through contrast. And the sacral chakra energy is the combining or the introduction of dualities. And we learn a lot by contrast in the most beautiful and heartbreaking way. And I feel like this is something that we'll always return to is the duality. What is mine? What is the other? It just keeps going. And it's a real gift to learn that your darkness is a gift so that there's not that separation in duality, but there's a working together. The sun and the moon have a relationship, the yin and the yang, the male, the female. When they work together in synergy and harmony, you feel the flow. And that's the gift of the sacral chakra. Next up is the solar plexus, and this is right over the abdomen. The gland that it's associated with is the pancreas, and the pancreas processes sweetness and sugars. It's the sweetness of life. If we're going back to relationships and relating the energy of the chakra system to relationships, the solar plexus is about the relationship with yourself. So you go from the family with the root into a one-on-one relationship for the mere experience in the sacral. The solar plexus is realizing that there that there is another and there is you. You found that contrast. And so now you're focusing on you and you're taking all of those fragmented parts of yourself and you're accepting it. You're putting it together because The solar plexus themes are about dignity. It's about self-esteem, having a strong sense of self, having boundaries, learning how to really love and take care of yourself. It's like the second that I learned that boundaries were something I created for myself, that blew me away. Like I didn't know that I had to give myself permission to have rules for myself. I just thought that other people were somehow grandfathered into like rule books or like on the fast track to success. And while that does exist, I didn't know that really people just decided 
They decided to have self-worth. They decided to create rules for themselves. They decided to love themselves. And we've talked about that a lot with Brene Brown quotes about like people who have self-worth, it's really just a decision that they are worthy. And then they move forward in that momentum. That's very much solar plexus energy. And I think... When you're coming into a relationship with yourself, you're deciding that you love all of it because you just got out of the contrast of the sacral chakra, which was this concept of duality and this concept of, but I have a shadow self and I have things about me that I don't like. And I was just shown that the solar plexus is saying, that's okay. You can have a lot of different parts of yourself that make up this whole picture of you. And that's brilliant. And that's beautiful. And that's an expression. You don't have to separate or just claim only the good things. You can claim all of yourself. Because we need all of you to be operating as one big, vibrant expression to be whole. And I'm reminded of, I love thinking of songs. When I think of the chakra system. Certain songs that I think of are Alicia Keys, This Girl is on Fire. The element for the solar plexus is fire, but we think of like having strong digestion, having enough like fire and heat to keep things moving. Another song that I think of is J-Lo when, when she has that song, I'm Still Jenny from the Block. I used to have a little, now I have a lot. Anywhere I go, I know where I came from. It's this part of her saying, yeah, all of these things are me and I accept them and I move forward in my power, in my music career, in my fame, and I'm taking it all with me because it's all me. And that's really the journey of the solar plexus. I know this was a lot of information and we're not done with the chakra system. We're going to do four more in the second part of this episode. But before we end, I just want to sum up everything we've just talked about. So we talked about the root energy being connected to our family, our heritage, our initial environments where we grew up, and how our body holds that story. And we have to work somatically through things in our body. And it's automatic, right? Our nervous system is automatic responses. And we don't really understand fully all of the aspects of our initial environment until we step away. And that's when we step into the sacral energy. The sacral energy is learning about duality. It's learning about contrast and showing that sometimes that's kind of a scary place, like trusting the other, knowing about the unknown, learning shadow and light. And once we're familiar with the contrast, we move into the solar plexus, which is embodying all of it, claiming all of those fragmented pieces as ourself, and then creating some really strong boundaries about that. Learning our self-worth and self-love. 
And that is kind of wrapping up this first introduction of the chakra system. Again, if you're a visual learner and need something visual, just hop on over to Google, pull up a chakra chart, and there's shapes, there's colors, there's musical notes, there's a lot of information that you can glean from a really quick search. But the things that I'm going over are things that have taken me years to really understand and learn and working on lots of different bodies. I hope that you found some things relative. And please join for part two for the heart, the throat, the third eye, and the crown chakra. Thanks a lot.